Thank you all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. Big shout out to Nobles Networking. We appreciate all you do for us over here, Chris. Uh, big fella over at Williams Tire. You are the man. Uh, if y'all are ever around Danville and y'all need some automotive work done, hit him up. Red Circle, putting a little change in my pocket. Uh, everybody that's helped with the show, all the corporate sponsors, local sponsors, everybody associated with it that's made it possible. Thank y'all. Um, I have got to meet uh, Mr. Brad Sapp with Crossroads Recovery Ministry. And uh, he's been on the show a couple times. He had his awesome son who <laughs> people have asked about repeatedly since Lawson was on the show. I just I hope Lawson knows that he's a star. <laughs> um, but they also have another organization called uh, F3. And uh, him and uh, also another Brad, run with Brad over here. Uh, I hate seeing like, Y'all in shape too. <laughs> like when somebody's coming into the studio and like their Instagram name is Run with Brad, I, I have to think to myself for a few minutes, like, do I really want to do this? Because <laughs> I'm just I'm setting myself up. This is what'll happen by the end of this show. I want to come participate <laughs> mm-hmm. with some of oh, the you stuff will. with y'all. Yeah. <laughs> but I know me. And it's like, I've passed that we're, point. We're open to all That's men. All right. yeah, we're, 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 I've passed that point in my life. And nah. I don't need anybody encouraging me that I can work out. Yeah. It, it, it hurts too bad. But uh, uh, Brad, since you haven't got a chance to uh, like in, do a little introduction for yourself, t- tell folks about you before we uh, get started. Definitely. Uh, my name is Brad Lord. I am a PE teacher um, from Macon, Georgia. Uh always wanted to be a PE teacher when I was in high school, so I went to Valdosta State, got a degree in health and PE, and I remember there was a professor and another, and just in the general education, was like, oh, you'll never get a job being a PE teacher. And my first job was an athletic director at a middle school in Macon, and now I'm at an elementary school and have three children. They're all there. I'm married. And... I'm a member of F3. It's a group that, um, I, this is how I got to know Brad Sapp over here. Uh, it's just, it's really changed my life in a lot of ways. I also have a YouTube channel called Run With Brad. That's kind of how the name came about. I ran the Chicago Marathon a couple years ago. And when I started training for it, I was like, well, you know, I'm only going to do something like this once. This is a, this is a world major uh, event. And I want my kids or anybody else to kind of feel, you know, influenced or motivated to try something that they didn't think they could do. So, name Run with Brad was born, and still got the YouTube channel. All we do is run our <laughs> mouth around here. As <laughs> you can tell, we're not a fan of of cardio. <laughs> well, you know, to be honest, like, like I have a YouTube channel. I'm not like some superstar YouTuber. But it's something that that I found that I, I really enjoy doing, and it's kind of been a, a growth, personal growth thing for me to kind of come out of my shell, and you know, kind of do things like we're doing now, like talking on a microphone and being on a podcast is something I would never have done a few years ago. What wasn't you just in a movie? I was an extra. Extra, okay. <laughs> but I yes. know, whatever. Yeah, you're yeah. In a, you're in a damn movie. Yeah, I I, I, I'm gonna be a. It's a movie called Undefiled. It's a Christian-based film. Uh, I think the producer, his name is Bradford Haynes. He's also from Macon. And the other production company is called Light of House Films. They're out of Missouri. But the movie's uh, built around baseball, so I'm a, I'll am i be an extra 
in the basement. I will have a towel scene, though, by the way. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Very briefly, I walk out of the locker room in a, in a towel. <laughs> but um, I, am a, I play an extra in the baseball movie, and I don't have any lines or anything. But seeing the whole process of how a movie is made is unbelievable. It's the movie, cool, isn't it? Yeah, it's so cool. Cause it, you, you know, I guess you would think that the movie would be filmed in order. Right. Yeah. From start, but mm-hmm. no, it's kind of like where whatever's convenient to that location, they kind of build the script around it, and there's so many things that have to take place to make a make a scene right. So, uh, it was fun being uh in the movie. Something that was really special for me. So when I when I first moved back to Macon after graduate college, I played baseball in a wood bat league. All right, and I just this, recently this senior league that was up there. I I can't remember. It probably was. How, how but, old are you? I'm 38. Okay, I, I played in a I played in one for a while. Oh, really? Yeah, and, and making in one of Maybe maybe we were. Probably it was probably right. around the same time. I played. Mm-hmm. A, what was that guy's name? Chris Dunn. Chris Dunn. Oh yeah, he he I said played, he ran. I ran, yeah. I played for a different guy, but yeah. I'm. Um, I invited my wife to a game. We weren't married yet, but we had just yeah. recently met. I played catcher, and um, my mother had cancer at the time. And I did not go to the game. I didn't tell her I didn't get wasn't coming. I didn't even think she was going to show up. We had just recently met, and uh, my mother was doing really bad that day, so I didn't go. And uh, she went. <laughs> she she went and watched the game, and I was not there. And so um, the last scene of the movie, um, like one of the main players hits a home run, the guy that was playing catcher didn't show up. Like he well he they couldn't find him. So I was like, I'll do it. Yeah. All right. So I went and got to play catcher. I got to suit up. You know, my kids were there in the stands and everything. And they got to see. It was it was really special to me because by the end of this whole thing, like the guys I was with, we kind of became a team, even though we were a fictional team. And something this is, I don't know if anybody will ever see this movie, but this was this was something that's kind of unique that I put together after this happened. So all right. So like one of the main scenes at the end of the movie, the guy hits a home run. You know. All right, so he's leaving the dugout. I'm on the other team at this point. Like, I'm on his team, the guy that hits home run. All right, so we filmed that part that day. I'm in the dugout. He walks by, you know, give him a pat on the back, you know, go hit, you know, go do good or whatever. And they film us, like, pretending we're watching a home run, leave the park, okay? And then they film them coming back in the dugout. We're high-fiving them, yeah, you know. And then, um, so I put it together. Then, so when the movie comes out, I'll be in the dugout, and then I will be on the field behind the plate playing catcher. And then when he comes back in the dugout, I'll be giving him a high five. Yeah. Nobody will probably know that for anybody listening to this and sees the movie. But uh, I was like, man, that's pretty awesome. Uh, <laughs> one of my pet peeves that I don't know if I've ever talked about as a podcast, I, I like to find the errors in movies. Me too. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm big into finding yeah. errors in movies that made it. Well, my favorite movie and everything of all time is Lonesome Dove, mm-hmm. uh, a Western. There's a very famous scene where right at the beginning of the movie where they're all crossing this river that, uh, that one of them get uh, snake bit in and die in. Mm-hmm. Well, you can see a whole camera set, a whole team oh, man. that is in the footage. It's in the footage, and then the one that's real famous is um, Days of Thunder with Tom. Uh, oh, I love Tom that movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, there's a scene where him and Nicole Kidman are walking, like, by a lake or something. Getting a cock hole. Getting a cock. <laughs> she, she calls him Tom. She doesn't call him Cole. Uh, 
uh, and it, it made it into the movie uh, like uh, nobody ever. That's probably your accent, yeah. like threw it off. Yeah, <laughs> and whatever it was, like nobody just ever yeah. caught it. You know, the camera was focused on probably the main guy. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'm sure I will be in it. I have gear on, maybe. But y'all know that's a little secret. I don't even know if the people that the producers even realize it happened. But they it happened. I probably didn't. That's funny though. I would I would definitely say but that. That movie should be out. I think it'll be on Netflix in November. It's That's called cool. Undefiled. I th- we have to go back and sometime in September and do a day and kind of touch up on scenes that may have gotten just to make sure everything's clean. So hopefully they won't fix that part. But cool. <laughs> well, cool. I, I, will see I knew that. I knew the first time uh either that Brad or Lance Stokes told me to hit you up. I can't I can't Lance remember. Lance Stokes. It, it, do I know him? Uh, probably not. Maybe maybe probably me. probably you. That's what yeah. I was thinking. It was probably you. Yeah. Uh, they told me to hit you up, and I, the only reason I remember about the movie is when I had messaged you before about yeah. coming on down. You were you yeah, were I had film, a movie. You were, you were filming. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, yeah. this guy's cool. It was awesome. Yeah, you, I like how you left out the part extra in the in the message on Instagram. <laughs> He's like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say I'm in a movie. It's yeah, <laughs> that's what I yeah, did. I, yeah. I, I wouldn't have said. Well, um, I did get paid. So. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. uh, let, well, let's get down to F three. I'm excited to to hear about this. Uh, so t- tell us about it. F three. Um, I started doing F three. We were founded in Macon back in 2018. Um, isn't that right? Yeah, uh, this this was our three year convergence. Yep, uh, anniversary. F three is is nationwide. It's pretty much um, I would imagine worldwide at this point, all over. But it's definitely all throughout the U S. Um, it is a men's workout group. Um, it's peer led. F uh, three's mission statement is to invigorate male leadership within the community um, through peer led workouts. Through peer led workouts, and what. Through me as a part of Crossroads and having guys that I deal with all the time, uh, trying to get their lives back on track, learning from their mistakes and all of that stuff, and just the discipline that is required in that. You know, you've made a bunch of mistakes, you want to give up, but you know you need to keep going, and, and it worked for this guy, maybe it'll work for me or will it not. Those kind of things that we deal with on an everyday basis at Crossroads as far as recovery goes, um, to look at F3 implements a lot of that stuff within your overall life though like it, the workout part of it is what leads a lot of people out there to get out and start exercising and doing something that we know we need to be a little more physically fit than we are I mean, we can laugh and joke and say well i don't run or i don't do this and that but there's something inside of us as men i believe that desires to be capable of more and we look at what other men do and we're like man that would be nice to be able to do that like one of the things that we did recently is is the murph workout where it's named after lieutenant michael murphy um from a lot of the lone survivor mm-hmm. movie that people yeah. have seen and stuff and there's a workout that's done a, it's very loosely involved like crossfit a lot of people know a, a bunch of stuff about crossfit and f3 we, a lot of us get together and we did the murph and i can remember thinking years ago when i first heard about the murph I was like man that would be cool to be able to do that but inside i never thought I would actually be able to do that, to wear a 20-pound vest, mm-hmm. run a mile, do 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 squats, run another mile, all while wearing a 20-pound vest and just thinking, you know, that, you know, it'd be pretty cool to do that, but I didn't think I could. And after being at F3 and getting involved in doing it, I've done three of them now. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to touch on that yeah. as well. Like, Okay, so I've been involved with F3 since January 2000. Uh, 20 like right before mm-hmm. 
um, COVID really hit. And I'm a PE teacher. I mean, I've always been somewhat you kind of have to be physically fit in decent shape yeah. but I, I say that and i just thought about half I, of uh the teachers i had that, that, that were not <laughs> but there's yeah. a lot of PE teachers that are not and i, yeah. I kind of gotten in a lull in a way and you know just mentally not in the right place and and things like that and i was approached uh by a friend of mine my son had played on his uh little league baseball team excuse me <clears throat> and he uh, approached me he's like hey i've been doing this workout i think you'd really like it and this is recently, I just finished Chicago Marathon, and I'd, I'd lost a little bit of weight and gotten in shape for that. But as um, soon as that was over, I mean, I gained, I got up to like 227. And um, normally, I'd been fluctuated about 220, 225 maybe. I think the heaviest I got was 235, you know, and that's just, that's not me. I, I remember I was on my... Well, I, well, I win. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can top that one. Uh, well, my, the funny thing for me is keeping up with five pounds. I'm like, man, I, <laughs> who knows? Yeah, I, that's what, what you what you said. The heaviest I got up was, was two twenty seven, and he's like, oh, I like range from two twenty to two twenty four. I'm over here like this guy can kiss my fat ass. Like, I, I keep up in twenty. Uh, like, right. We're doing twenty pound intervals yeah, over here, have, bro. Between having a meal and using the bathroom, we can drop ten to twenty. You ain't lying. All right. Well, I was. <laughs> I'm just back to no, you you're, you're great. You're in great shape. Just go yeah. on. Just go on. All right. So I was, I, I, my wife and I, we went on our anniversary. It was our 11 year anniversary. And we always went to TikTok. That's kind of where we had our, we didn't have like a traditional wedding. We got married at courthouse. And, um, but we had like a party at TikTok and had people over. So we always do our the anniversary. Place over there. next to Lake Knight? It's downtown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. they have a mirror over the bar. Okay, and cool. I just remember, I was sitting there looking at myself and I was like, Man, I just don't like who what I look like. I don't like who I am. I'd recently started F3, and um, it kind of just was a kick in the pants for me just to really see myself in the mirror and see who I was and what I was becoming. And um, So I had to make a change. So I I started really taking F3 and the workout serious. And, and you know, talking about the Murph workout, I could probably do two pull-ups at the time. And, well... I won't say COVID might help this because it gave me a lot of time off, but I built a pull-up bar in my backyard, and, man, I started just doing them up constantly. Every day I'd go out there and do pull-ups. And I went from doing two pull-ups to doing 20 in a row, like one hang. And um, it just showed me. It really opened my eyes. Like, And it wasn't just F3 that did it. I mean, I had a lot of self-discipline, but F3 gave me the structure and the community and the uh, work ethic the motivation to do something that I didn't think was possible. I heard something on a, uh, this was a poster. I was listening to a, a podcast with Dabo Sweeney was in it. I but, love Dabo. Yeah. And he has a poster on his wall or a sign on his wall. And it says it can't be done, but the T and can't is crossed out. And that's, that's something that really hit me about F3. You know, it, it can be done. You know, just, you got people there with F3 to support you and, push you and our thing is to modify as you see fit like we're you know if whoever's cueing the workout that's what we call when you lead a workout who's going to be the cue that day whoever's leading it if they're doing something you know say we're doing 100 push-ups like in a murph and you can't do 100 push-ups you can modify that to where to what you can do it can be a modified push-up or or what have you but you know f3 is definitely there, there's a huge fitness component 
to it. But that's just not that's not the only thing it's about. Which is <clears throat> F three is fitness, fellowship, and faith. So those are the three Fs that that we implement um, on a daily basis for most of us uh, in our lives and stuff because. The fitness part, like we're saying, you, you go out and, and you go through, we, the way we word it is we meet in the gloom. So it's 5.15 in the morning time, very you early. You lost me. <laughs> yeah, we hear that a lot. You, but. you had me with building stronger men yeah, in the community yeah. and everything yeah. else, the faith, the fellowship, yeah. to 5.30. That should have been the fourth mm, fifth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, I was never the guy that was like, my alarm's going to be set at 4.30 in the morning and I'm going to get up and go do this. Like, I, I just didn't think that would ever be for me. And here it is three years later, every morning at 4.30, I'm up, I'm doing that. Because as Brad's sitting there talking, and I'm thinking about how does F3 impact our life and how has it mine, and the way that it ties in to what we do in life. Because, like he mentioned, being able to do one pull-up. And now he can do, you know, 20 in a row. Like, nobody cares where you start. You, like, there's so many times in life where we're like, I can't even get started because I'll never get to that point. Like, we don't look at where you start. It's what are you doing each day and thinking about where are you trying to get to and what, where are you finishing at? Like, at the end of each day, what did you do today? Did you go work out? Did you push yourself? And, and as F3, we do that daily. And we're here for each other because the fitness, fellowship, and the faith, the fellowship part of it is just as big. Oftentimes, especially as men that we deal with, and it's, it's a peer-led men's workout group, we have what's called, it's been worded, the sad clown syndrome, mm-hmm. where we're, a lot of us are like, and that's, that's from Tony Soprano in The Sopranos, yeah. where he first sees the psychiatrist and stuff, and he's like, I'm like a sad clown. Like, I've got a, a smile painted on my face, but I'm sad inside. And most of us live life that way. Absolutely. And we don't even realize it, but we can feel it. That's when the depression sets in and the things that we have to go through, and that, but we don't know how to voice that or tell people because we think it's got to look a certain way. And what F3, F3 is a cure for a lot of that stuff for men who are dealing with those it's things. It's a solution. For it sure. is, man. It, it, and so when I, Red Evans is the guy's name that came to Macon and brought F3 to Macon. And the unique thing about it is, um, the program that I went through in recovery back in 2013, No Longer Bound, they started allowing guys to go work out years later. That's how it ended up in Macon and was brought to me as a, hey, you should go do this workout group. Um, and I'm like most men, you look around and think, well, who's working out there? Who's doing it? And you look at this dude and you're like, oh, well, if he goes, I can go. You know, like you start thinking like that. And then you get out there and, and it kicks your tail um, and, but I knew that it was something that I needed, like b- growing up and being a part of a team and being a part, you know, having guys and the, we get it backwards because the younger we are, the more people we have in our life. And then as we get older, we oftentimes find ourselves with nobody, no, no real relationships like yeah. we had when we were younger, whether that's middle school, high school college if you played on ball teams and all that stuff then you have some some boys in your corner or some people in your life but then you get older some of us get married have kids other guys go their separate ways and don't and you look around and you're kind of doing life by yourself and we weren't meant to do life by ourselves absolutely yeah i, I got a perfect just scenario just this just happened recently uh, i went to a braves game a few weeks ago um with a with a guy i played high school baseball with and um he went on Play, he actually played a little bit of college baseball, 
and his son is on my son's all-star team and um he he had an extra ticket to Braves game and so uh he invited me to go he went two other guys also went none of us knew each other we all knew um the guy with the that invited us but on the way up there it just it was like a couple of days before this the same guy that invited me we were we were shagging balls in the at the uh, all-star practice okay and he was showing out like he was like oh man it felt so good like he felt like he hadn't done any physical activity or like done anything like that in a long time and um because he was telling us on the way up to the game but you could tell he's like oh man it was just it was it was awesome and um that kind of goes with the fitness part of after you like you know you're you get out there and you start doing activity with guys. It's like field day for men is one way I kind of put it. But then on the way up there, he's also saying, man, I don't have anybody to hang out with. Like I hadn't done anything like this in a long time. You know, you get so caught up in, um, you know, married life and, um, which there's nothing wrong with that. That should be, uh, you know, there should be time set aside for you and your spouse, but you get caught up with your kids and you, but you, you're missing that piece, you know, like, uh, Brad said with the uh, sad clown syndrome, you got a smile pain on your face. It looks like from the outside you got everything together. You got the may have the may have the uh, house, you may have the wife, you may have the kids, you may have the great job and all that kind of stuff. But there may there's that one little piece missing that's really that needs to be filled. And I, I think anybody that grew up playing organized sports, it's just it's something you long for. Like I mean, it's just something that you just always. It was always there for you. Like, it, it was always something that, hey, I might have had a crappy day at school, but I'm fixing to go out to the diamond with, with my boys and play. And there you forget go. about the yeah. crappy day at school. Well, think about, think about how people bond, yeah. and especially men. How do men bond over some, doing something that is a little bit hard? You know, you think about uh, when kids, I got a, I got a 12-year-old, or he's about to be 12, but he's, he's starting to get in that age where – He's going to need some sort of rite of passage, like something that he needs to go through, something that's somewhat difficult to kind of be like, give him that confidence that, hey, I'm, I'm, t- I'm taking a step into manhood. And I think even as men, we still need that. We still need to, to push ourselves. We don't need to be like, okay, all right, I got the wife and kids. I'm done now, you yeah. know, and just and, and let yourself go. You know, you, you still need to challenge yourself. Like, I don't know, I'm real big and like, this kind of goes back to my YouTube channel in a way. I I just like I want to challenge myself. I want to I want to learn something new. And if 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 you watch any of my videos, like uh, my goal through my YouTube channels, to I, I want to inspire people through fitness and adventure. I, I want people to be like, like, hey, if that guy can do something like that, I know I can. Whether it don't have to be doing what I'm doing, but it maybe you get that inspiration to go try something new and to challenge yourself. You said something that I could – it might have been one of the most agreeable things I've heard anybody do any of the shows is that growing up with sports, when you said rite of passage, there are so many things that you learn from sports as a child and as a, a teenager and everything that is with you the rest of your life. Yeah, 100%. It, and it, and it, I feel sorry for the kids who don't get to play sport or just don't play sports. Mm-hmm. I think even if you're bad – you play for a little while, and you at least learn teamwork. You learn how to be around others. And if it gets to the point where you're just not good and you're not going to be good and you want to branch off, then you know how to walk away from something and walk away the right way, not just quit on your team. Yeah, right? well, 
Um, I, I, I coach a junior high uh, middle school football team. I, that's, I've coached football for probably 14, maybe 15 years now. I don't know. It's been, <laughs> but most of it's been middle school. And I told, we just started summer workouts and I told them, I was like, look, you know, football, anybody can play football. Anybody can play on this football team. Football's not for everybody, but I promise you that if you're going to be on this team, there's going, you're going to have a purpose. You're going to serve a purpose on this team. We'll find something that you, 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 will, you will do. You will be able to contribute to this team because football to me, I just feel like football is as far as rite of passage. I feel like football is just um, – it just teaches you so much about life, especially a young man. I mean, you know, just you have to overcome so much adversity. Like right now you're going to battle the heat. You're, uh, you're going to battle soreness because a lot of these uh, junior high kids, they never lifted weights before. So it's the first time that they're going to have to really test themselves. And it's just cool to see somebody, something like that happen and see kids grow like that. But, you know, tie that back to F3. You know, just like me personally, I, I needed to test myself and I needed to get out there. I needed to do something different. I, doing the same thing wasn't, wasn't uh, you know, drinking a lot of beer on the weekends, which – um, you know, not saying I didn't have a good time doing that for a long time, but I had to, I had to make a change. I had to do something different and I had to do something that will make me a better husband and a better father. And I think being around other like-minded men is a, uh, was a great step. In no, that's, that direction. Got to, that's got to be huge though. I mean, just mm -hmm. mentally knowing, cause I, I know like one thing is I, I like to have a good time just as much as anybody. I mean, y'all see my social media, I have fun, mm -hmm. but I also am capable of sitting here talking with you guys and I feel just as comfortable doing this as I, as I do with whatever. So I know that there's probably folks out there. I've got a buddy who completely quit going out with us. He started going to uh, do MMA or whatever mm -hmm. at the age of 30 something. He decided that's what he wanted. Is it going to rush? No, it's, it's a place in uh, Eastman. Okay. okay. Um, but he likes competes and the jujitsu stuff and everything mm -hmm. like that. And uh, something you just said resonated with me. And that's probably why it is. He doesn't really come around us much anymore. Like he, he doesn't want to go do the fun things that I think is fun anymore. But he's founded like-minded people that wants to do the same things that he does, and he and he's cool with it. Yeah. Like for the longest time, I just didn't understand that. Like, right. But it would make sense that if you are at that mindset and you are ready to be at that place in your life, to to why you wouldn't find people that are like-minded. And I, I, that's cool that y'all give people a a place to come, not only work out, get healthier, but you know. Build a, build a bond and a fellowship. Yeah, yeah definitely. Because, I mean, that, and one of the things about F3 is there are a lot of guys who do the jiu-jitsu stuff you're talking about um, and just the bond that, that we have as a result of it because we're trying to make each other better men. Um, one, if you overcome adversity in your life, you grow from it. It makes you better. Like the only the reward for overcoming a challenge is what? The next challenge. Like yeah. You're going to face something and go through something – and that's where teams are so important because whether it's a football game or a baseball game or whatever, you're only facing the play you're going through now. It doesn't matter what you did before or anything like that. It's what are you facing now? And to not give up and not quit, which a lot of people want to do, but when you push yourself and you get through it, man, you can hold your head so high and know there's I didn't nothing, give up. There's nothing like one of those accomplishments in sports. Yeah. I, I, I don't care. I mean, it's even like with me playing golf. Mm -hmm. When I when I hit a like I'm not a very good golfer, but when I when I have a really solid hole, when you walk away from that hole, 
Like, yeah, because of the scorecard, you might be a little peeved about what you're fixing to do or what you did before that. But it is so satisfying, man, to to, to just be able to be like, you know what, I'm, I'm not that bad. I'm, yeah, like this is I, I love this. Dude, golf can be where you. For me, for the longest time, it was every hole was terrible, but there was like one shot. Yeah. That you hit. And you just remember that good shot and you go back and keep playing because of that. And eventually mm-hmm. you're going to get better and things are going to improve. And that's how we are with life and what F3 offers because the men who are who are doing life with me like really know me. Like we don't just have fake relationships and all that stuff. I mean, if you're going to get up at 5:15 in the morning and go sweat in a parking lot, and that's what we do. We're peer led. When when you say that, Explain that. <laughs> Sweat in the parking, in the parking lot. lot. Well, no, no, the, the peer. Are you saying That's like peer led or peer led? Peer, P E. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, so like that's the leadership. Okay, that's part. what I was figuring. There you go. But for some reason, I thought that when you said like, I, for some reason, in my head, I was hearing peer led, and mm-hmm. I was like, is it just a bunch of free weights and everything like that? I didn't know. Yeah. I, I figure peer is what you meant. Yeah. I just wanted to clarify. Yeah. And this, um, oh, uh, we not pure. <laughs> <laughs> and there's not any, there's not much lead or any lead either. It's more concrete blocks and stuff. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, <laughs> it gets better. <laughs> so we're we're held outside, rain or shine. So five fifteen in the morning. It doesn't matter what the weather's like, how cold it is, how hot it is, rain or shine. We're out there. Um, that ties into if it's raining. As little boys, when it was raining outside, did we go inside and get out of the rain? I no. didn't. I was, I was in it. Right? Or we see a mud puddle, we'd head for it. And then as we get older, though, some of that childlike joy and fun and stuff kind of gets pushed to the side. So as men of F3, we embrace that. If it's raining outside, we're out there working out in, in the rain, uh, having a good time. But it's, it's mainly calisthenics, just doing jump, jumping jacks, push-ups, all kind of stuff like that in the parking lot. Um, we're open to all men. We're free of charge. Uh, what else have I left out? And we ended with a circle of trust. Yep. And, and that, that comes in. Like, so we, we get there. We push each other. We work out. We say modify if necessary. So if you come to your first workout and you can't do 20 push-ups like we call out, Nobody's going to watch you and keep count. Yeah, we're going to get many, there and do it with you. How many push-ups are you doing? If somebody does 20 before you do four or five, they're going to come back and help you finish and push as much as you can. We call that picking up the six. So the guy that's in the six that's in the back, oftentimes the man that finishes first will turn around and go back and help that guy get done. So it's not like we're standing there, oh, well, I finished like, first, you like, finished last. We're not like, hurry up, Josh. Yeah. You're too slow. We'll be back. That's what you would say. <laughs> we got to finish today. That's what you would say. <laughs> and and there's, like, when I started, uh, was completely out of shape, had been lifting weights and stuff, so was strong from a lifting weight standpoint, but not running or anything like that. Got asked to come out, like I said, compared myself to everybody else, so I can do that. I get out there, and it kicked my butt. Uh, they said, we say, let's mosey. That's a, a light jog when you're moseying. Well, I didn't know how far they were going to mosey. I just knew I couldn't mosey very far at all. Um, so I stop and start walking and everything, and finally get done 45 minutes later, and we get we all have nicknames in F three because they're again guys that you're hanging out with on sports and stuff like that. What you hardly ever it's call it's anybody by their actual name. Yeah, we, yeah. Does, yeah, very minimum this last name. But we yeah. we come up with nicknames for everyone. 
Well, I got done, and they they went around and asked for my story or a little bit about me to come up with a nickname. And I basically said, guys, I've met y'all for the first and last time. I'll never be back. I'm done. I, inside, I was that mad at myself because yeah. my pride was hurt. I was mad because a guy could do something better than me, and I couldn't. So I said I wouldn't be back. Well, they named me One Hit Wonder. Like, One Hit is my F3 name because I said I'll never see y'all. But I knew inside that it was something that I needed. I knew there was something that was available for me. And again, it's only me against me. So if I can get better at this and I can push through this adversity and I can continue to grow in it, then I kept going back and I slowly got better. Now I'm what's called the first FQ for F3 making and the first F being fitness. Um, That's kind of my role or my position over our region, which is making and how other guys do stuff. Like our group, I'm telling you, is is it grown yeah, substantially over the past yeah. year? How many, how many folks do y'all have normally come? Or average? Or like we regulars? probably average close to twenty guys a week, and between a couple of different AOs, which are area of operations, and and a lot of it has a military feel. Special forces, it, it like. is. It's done. There were some special force guys who kind of wanted to bridge that gap with the civilian community too, like because as as young boys, we wonder man, how did Navy SEALs work? And there's a huge draw to Navy SEALs and Special Forces workouts and stuff. So a lot of it is involved, has involved stuff like that. Do, do y'all know the story behind mm. Tiger Woods and him doing the Navy SEAL stuff? Uh-uh. Uh, Tiger Woods is obsessed with Navy, Navy SEALs. Mm. And after his last surgery, uh, well, it might not have been like, it's in the past 10 years that he had a major surgery. He started doing the Navy SEALs workout with Navy SEALs. And like when you hear him talk about what it did for him, like mentally and everything, like it's like it completely changed his life. Yeah. It was this the whole the atmosphere of the people that he was around, this everything. Like it just completely warped him. And uh, he owes a lot of his success over the past several years. To those type of workouts, I'm sure the you know mentality of picking up the six. I'm sure those guys will you know they will not leave a guy behind. They're going or they're going to push you to do your best. So, yeah, probably has a lot and, to do with that. And that's what F3 has done for me is make me so much better as as a leader in my household, in my community, at, at crossroads, and what I do there. So I started going for the fitness aspect to get in better shape. Then realized I was a sad clown that had a smile painted on my face but i wasn't nearly as happy as i wanted everybody to think i was and that the leadership qualities that it offered could impact the rest of my life in such a positive way man now i can't get enough of it um every shirt that i have has f3 on it and and i always use the excuse uh, as far as clothes yeah, go and stuff that, making one up. yeah making one up. i got on the crossroads yep so we have different workout areas um which are called area of operations and Crossroads is one of them. And the name of that operate, of that AO is About Face because men are finding freedom and we're turning from the way that we've been living About Face and head in a different direction. Dude, I'm obsessed with you. <laughs> I, I, like, it's, you have the absolute best vibe ever. Like, even like, the, like that right there. Just the stuff that you work towards and helping other people. Man, dude, I I never thought I could be here. You know what I mean? Like we've talked about on previous shows and stuff. Like when when I can be free of the stuff that I was doing and to stand here and start talking about F3 or workouts and stuff and and Crossroads, like there's no, 
There's no judgment. There's no fear of other people or anything yep. like that, which is the freeing thing about it. So, and, you know, when you talk about even your buddy that, that does the MMA and doesn't come around guys who drink and all of that stuff, like you have to focus on what's important with you in your life and, and is what you're going to do worth the price you're going to pay. Like it may not be that he doesn't want to drink or hang out with people that do and stuff, but if he's going to be rolling around on a mat doing jujitsu the next morning at five o'clock, he's not going to stay up late and drink and, and even so it's not y'all it's the fact that he's got other priorities yeah. in his life and he's not going to do that in order to do well, it. well you and just made a whole lot better argument for mine and his friendship than he has like, i mean that makes way more sense like, yeah. it makes he may not even realize it uh, yeah. some people can't even voice it or don't realize it and stuff you know but it's not that you know you don't want to hang out with certain people but by the same token if i'm going to from a different perspective, if I'm going to get up at 4.30 in the morning and work out in a parking lot with some dudes and, and do burpees and jumping jacks and everything else, I'm probably not going to pig out on pizza the night before when my family or other people want to do it and stuff. It's not. Oh, it might be a good excuse to eat some pizza. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to burn those calories. <laughs> burn them up. It's not that I don't want to. It's just that I know the next morning how I'm going to feel, so I live my life a little bit differently. No, that makes, I mean, it makes total sense. Yeah, I'll say Brad uh, is definitely – he was he cued the first workout I went to, and um, – he, he the vibe he puts out was I mean I just I wanted to be a part of I wanted what he has you know hmm. still do hmm. yeah I don't I don't blame I mean you. I it, it, I look it, at Brad as a role model for sure yeah ever since him and uh, Jody Jody yeah I drew a blank and she <laughs> did she tell you that she texted me yesterday the same exact moment <laughs> that you messaged me back and said yeah we can come tomorrow yeah I so did same exact yeah, moment got, it was it was insane I texted her or I called her for something and I said yeah I'm headed to I'm headed to see Josh tomorrow she was like oh yeah I know she texted you that y'all talk but um, there's this like this is atmosphere that follows you. And, it, and it, it's it's insane. Like I, I you ever heard uh, like old, like, or I guess not old, but football players or whatever say that coach would make me run through a wall for him. Mm-hmm. I would do. You're that coach. Mm. Like, I could just see whatever you do, you could make men run through walls for you. Thank you. And uh, it's, it's it, that's probably about the best compliment besides for telling y'all y'all are good daddies. By the way, happy Father's Day. Yeah, hey, thank, you. thank you. Yeah, thank you. I'm not. I could get somebody. You've seen from other shows, like I'm not great at accepting, you know, compliments and stuff, man. I, I really appreciate it. I think I don't that, like giving them out. Well, <laughs> thank I, I, you. I'll tell you if you knew what yeah. a skeptic I am of people and how I I have to judge people. Not judge, but I get it. how I perceive people, I guess is a better word. I just, I don't believe a lot of people's stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's obvious, like with you, whether it was the first one we did about Crossroads mm-hmm. or Lawson last time, or it is, I know that whatever you touch is successful. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not driving my butt to Macon at 5.30 in the morning. <laughs> if I lived in Macon, it might be different. Hey, on Saturdays, 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. Play, you, play, you can come. You can. Golf. <laughs> I, I would like to do it. I'm not gonna lie to you. I know that if I started it and you was leading it, we just want you to come one time. Just I, to come. I'll come one time. That's all we want. I, I promise y'all, I, I will come one time. Uh, just let I think me know it's the light day, man. I just think that like like change lives, change lives. Yeah. And and leaders 
make leaders. Like I, I'm not just here to like lead somebody and tell them what to do and stuff. I want to empower someone else to to do. It. If I got to keep doing it, then I'm doing something wrong. Literally had this conversation yesterday. We did that thing on. Uh, well, we just started back yesterday. Our um, suicide prevention meetings mm-hmm. that we do on Wednesday nights here. Just we don't record it or nothing. Just we invite people in. We're going to start doing it on Zoom, so it's easier for folks to get here that want to be part of it and just have a support system and talk to folks. And that's what I was telling them yesterday is I don't want the end goal of this for me to always be the person that talks. Mm. I don't. I want the people that are here to get the same feel about dealing with depression and dealing with your mental health issues and then you spread that like a wildfire. Mm-hmm. Like you you be the person that ends up starting your own group or, or whatever. And uh, so that... I get exactly where you're coming from, dude. Like that's 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 my goal with anything I do is I want it to I want it to branch off. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that uh, Rhett, uh, he's we call it a Nantan. The guy is like I guess kind of a he's the guy who started F3 and making. Um, he's constantly saying, you know, you got to pass it on, pass it on to like, you know, Brad said he's the first FQ, which is charge of fitness, but he's going what he's going to do is build somebody else up to take it over so he can pass it on. So we could. That's how we're going to grow this thing. But we just got to keep building it up and give it, give it away. Yep. No, I did. I'm telling you, I, I love it. Uh, I th- I know. I know me as competitive as I am. If I got into it, I'd, I'd love it. Yeah, I, I know. You would. Is, oh, you definitely you know, would. I, I miss that though. I miss that. I guess that team atmosphere. Yeah. I miss because I I can already tell y'all talk trash to one another. Of course. Yeah, y'all. It's just that it's that locker room feel. Yeah, we even have our exercise called Monkey Humpers. <laughs> okay. I'm not trying to make it weird. I just of all the, the workouts I've never heard of before. I've never heard of Monkey Humpers. Uh, I'll get Boy, Brad to show you how to do it. <laughs> Y'all got to tell me what it is. You're standing and you bend over and put your palm of your hands behind your ankles. Uh, your arms are straight and, and, and you're kind of doing like a half squat okay. type thing. So I guess it would be like a, you know, it looks so awkward. You're like a monkey humping a football. Or something. Uh, that would okay. be the best way that I could describe it. Um, that so sounds gonna, horrible. Squat, <laughs> squat down, grab your ankles and keep squatting up and down. <laughs> I uh, so you're doing half okay. yes like so a half, doing, squat, half, half squat half squat with, yeah that, that's with not the only thing we do your <laughs> <with your laughs> arms are straight the whole time grabbing your ankles and doing half squats. oh that sounds even worse yes now yeah. think about it so, so you're just from you're going hip to ankle hip yeah. to ankle yep mm-hmm. all right yeah. there you go yep oh absolutely not monkey hump my back so. just went out watching <laughs> you do it no no absolutely not <laughs> Yeah, we, you know, crazy exercises like that, kind of our own lingo, lexicon type stuff where, you know, stuff's abbreviated and words that mean and locker room talk. That's, that's what it is. That's, that's what, what it sounds like. That's yeah. what I can just tell. Yeah, yeah I, I said that one just to be funny. I mean, yeah. it, that's not, we do all kinds of work yeah. exercises. Yeah, I, mean, I, don't, it, I don't think that's your whole workout. Yeah. <laughs> if that's your whole workout, yeah. then I'm, not, I'm definitely not. So our goal, you know, if we get get somebody to come out there, yeah. we, we it's called EHing them. We putting them in an emotional headlock. So we're, we're, you know, if I see a guy at work, you know, that, you know, sometimes at work you talk things with your friends, you know, and I know what's going on in his life. And I'm like, you know, I got the solution. This F3. He, I just got to find a way to get him out here. So I start bringing it up to him. He's, you know, 
kind of like getting somebody to go to church sometime, you know what I'm saying? It's like, um, but you know, you got to get them come out there. Usually they're like, oh, I'm, I'm just not in shape to come, you know, I'm, I'm duh. But we know that like, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're in good shape to come, you know, it, it, it's going to be, what you're going to get out of it's going to be so much more. It, it, you're not even going to think about how in shape you are. You might, you might wake up the next day and be a little sore and be like, I love that feeling personally. I love being sore because oh, yeah. like, I'm like, yeah, I did something yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like, we yeah, did I, work. I don't much care for that one either. Like, so, so, I, I, <laughs> so our goal is to get you to come out there, and then once we get you out there and get you involved, you know, hope we're in hopes we want you to lead a workout because yeah. tr- that's the leadership part of it. And then we also do other things. So, like, during Christmas, we uh, – we did a whole Christmas for a family, for two families. And so that's another leadership aspect. That's how we're reinvigorating male leadership. We want, and if somebody, if you see a need, you feel a need. So we have one guy, he's fairly new. Um, he started a workout at the homeless shelter in Macon that's with homeless cool. guys. Mm-hmm. So like he, we didn't tell him to do that. We didn't hit, nobody told him like, hey, you need to go do this. He felt it inside him to step out. And go do that and do an F3 workout with some with a group of guys. I mean, it's it's and, incredible the yeah. things that can come out of this. Well, it's, it seems like, and I'm sure y'all realize this, but we live in a soft world anyway. And it seems like y'all are teaching men to be men again. Exactly. Amen. Yeah, that's what yeah, you that, just that, said it. You said it. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what I, I really like that aspect of it is, uh, you, you know, you being a gym teacher, you probably can't really talk about this, but. The softness in our youth is ridiculous. I, I, I couldn't be a gym teacher because I not to pick on anybody or anything, but I still believe that that, that kid well, like, boys, kids crave to, especially yeah. boys, they crave to be pushed. Yeah. Okay. You, you know, I don't it's like just, seeing kids coddled. Yeah. I think I think it ruins them. Life's not gonna coddle them. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Um, like, why would you? Yeah. Uh, my daughter, her mother has a has a brother that is. 6'3", 200-something pounds. He was never fat. He was always big. And I remember him being little. Like, he just graduated, like, last year. And his mom didn't want him playing football because she was scared he was going to hurt kids. Mm -hmm. And then when he got to middle school and she let him play football, like, she would tell him, hey, take it easy on the smaller kids. You let me be 6'3", I would have hurt you, not on purpose, but because – it's, it's football. You mm-hmm. you know what you're getting into, mm-hmm. and it's like you are taking away what could be this boy's. Yeah, you're you're one put, of his you're greatest putting, assets. It's kind of like all right. Okay, I have I haven't I have th- I have two boys. Yeah. Okay, I got a I got a son who's nine, and when he was younger, I was just telling the story to him the other day. Um, he was climbing a tree in my yard. I mean that's what boys do. But mm-hmm. this this was a tall pine tree, and. If I had let, if I had stopped him when he was maybe a little bit high, that would have told him that okay, I, that that would have put restrictions on what he was capable of. In in my opinion, okay, I let him climb the top to the very top of that pine tree, and I talked to him. I was like, "Hey, Brayden, you up there? You way up there, bud. Good job." You know, like I didn't want to put restrictions on what he th- thought he could do. I mean, I knew. I knew he was going to be fine. I knew he could get down. I wasn't worried about a branch breaking or anything like that. But I let him climb to the top of that tree. I didn't put restrictions on him. So, like, you're, you're telling a kid to to be soft. You're, you're giving him restrictions. He's going to be t- 
I, I feel like that's going to make him timid. Doing things like that is going to make him timid in the long run and is not going to develop into his full potential. Yeah, I mean, I'm not against like – I mean, you're always going to have people, I guess, that are going to be soft, that are men. Like, if you, you want to be soft, by all means be soft. But I think that with the society that we live in, there's too many people encourage us not to be men anymore. Like, I feel like society tries to break us down and make us feel bad because we feel like men. I don't like that. I don't like, like it. I, I don't like it. And it sounds like what y'all are doing is reminding folks, like, I'm a caveman. Like, I love cave, like the, the caveman barbarian. Yeah. Like, we're out here in this parking lot. We're working out with cement blocks. Yep. The rain shine. Like, we're you men. Know, I'm telling you, start uh, starting out, I I wore gloves because doing push-ups on, uh, out in a parking lot will – it hurts. I bet. Okay. <laughs> but you know I'm what? Sure. You know what? Brad, I never saw Brad Sat wear gloves. Mm. Never. And I was like, you know what? I ain't going to wear gloves anymore. And now, and now it don't bother me. I just never put them on. I just well, kept I mean, that, that's it, a know. great My, metaphor, though. I mean, you, you, your hands were soft to start off with or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And you did a little wear and tear, and you build it up to where your hands were tough. Right, my wife might not anymore. like it if I'm giving her a back rub or something <laughs> yeah. like that. But. You know, yeah. I'm like, that ain't changing. I ain't changing. That. But and but the cool <laughs> thing about it, man, is that everybody who comes out there is not like the toughest of the toughest or trying to mm-hmm. prove that they're the toughest. Of, like it doesn't matter. Just like sitting in here and having a conversation with you or anybody else, like it doesn't matter what your temperament is, how you're wired, how tough you think you are. Like it, none of it matters. Just like when you're trying to do a push up or a burpee. That push-up or that burpee doesn't matter how tough you are or, you know, what your background is and stuff. You do it and get it done, and we can all relate. Like, we're looking at the similarities that we all have in life. So many times in in life and in the people that we know, we're always looking at the differences. You, you know what? So, so a lot of men are really isolated. I was. I was isolated. It was just it was the only adult interaction I had other than my wife was maybe some coaches that I coached with or something like that, but it was nothing ever anything deeper than that and or never any deep conversations or anything like that. But when you get around a bunch of other guys from all walks of life, you find out that you're really suffering or from the same things. And it's, it's, um, and it's really the lack of community. You know, you're miss you're missing that piece that we've been talking about the whole time, mm-hmm. and you realize that even the things that you you struggle with as a man, somebody else that you wouldn't think struggles struggles with the same thing. No, it's always great when you find out that something you're struggling with, you're not the only person that's going through it. You're not and alone it's, in it's, that it's struggle. It's really, Definitely. and it's just like um, crossroads. And Brad have that that uh, a saying called "freed up." I mean, it's really it's really freeing. When you know that, hey, I'm not alone. I'm not alone in this this world. I, I got I got people here that understand what I'm feeling and struggling with, and and we can, you know, as Brad will say, do life together. We can we can do That's it together. Cool. You got each other back. You got each other's back, and it's good to know that you got got friends. Really, well, the, the, I mean, between. I, the strongest bonds that I have with guys that I grew up with are ones I played sports with. Yeah. But you also hear the mm-hmm. same thing when it comes to the military. The strongest bonds you'll ever have with somebody is a man that you went to war with. And we're not physically going to war, but mentally, it's great to have those companions. It's great to have those like blood brothers and everything. 
you, you can't buy that. Like you can't just every day find it and you can't find it at a regular job or anything like that. No, that that's the, where those workouts come in play. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that that with adversity. The envi- <laughs> with the environment y'all are producing, it's where you're – you're building that team bond and that team chemistry without there actually being a team. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, that, and that's cool. Yeah. And I mean, F3 is, has been there for us and in doing that, like between in asking somebody to come out and you know, like Brad mentioned EH earlier, emotional headlocks. Like I'm not bashful about asking somebody to come out because I know what it can mean to them. Yeah. Like I, and so when one guy says, Oh, five fifteen in the morning, that's too early. I get it. I'll just keep asking because it has changed my life. And I know that there are a lot of guys that it's changed their lives as well. And we've got one guy, uh, Maestro, he came out for us and I asked him, I've known BJ for years and years, asked him one time, didn't really say anything else. And then asked again several months later and they keep on now fully bought in, man mm-hmm. does so much more EHs guys, brings new guys out and stuff. And isn't that what we want to see? Like when you start talking to somebody else and we just talked about leaders create leaders and, yeah. and, when you start to see someone else grab it and then change other other lives, you're like, man, this is pretty cool. Now, I, I'm going to come out next week. I'm going to go and tell you. I don't know what day next week. Probably Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday, I won't have Gracie. Okay. I, I'm going to come do one next week. Come on. I'm going right. to tell you, um, you know, we talked about, you and, know, uh, this is a nationwide yeah. yeah three. I know you have a large audience. So, like, there's an you go to f3nation.com and there's a map and it shows where every AO is in the country. And so just for an example, when I was in Panama City, um I wanted to go work out. I knew that. Uh, oh, you're a beast. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Working out on vacation. Yeah, I hate. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go work out on vacation. You're one of those people. Yeah. You, you, well, you know, it was Memorial Day weekend. I I wasn't going to be able to do the Murph with them and um and so I there's a way we have to communicate through other F3 regions through, it's called the Slack app or uh, something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, you can go on there. There's a section called Downrange. You can see who's going to be. I posted on there. I'm going to be in Panama City this day, this day. Well, somebody from F3 Birmingham reached back out to me. And so I've met in Seaside, which is like a little town like close to Panama City. And we worked out and did the Murph together with a bunch of dudes with the same type, using the same type language that we use, because it's, you know, you know, so it was like we we all kind of, they all kind of knew each other, and we did the exercise together. I got to know I got to know some other really great people. That's cool. It's like a brotherhood. It, it is. is. Man. The, the verbiage is yeah. the same. The way yeah, we talk, cool. where we carry on, it's all the same. So it doesn't matter where you're at geographically. You can go to any workout and feel awful like like you're at home I'm, because of who you're around. It's I'm always reminded of like, you know, the cheers bar scene and stuff, you know, everybody wants yeah. to go, you know, where everybody knows their name and stuff. Like we we desire that comfort. But that kind of comfort is it can be bad for us if we're just complacently comfort. But what we do is provide the comfort of people who are going to continue to push you to better yourself, to continue to grow, to embrace the suck is what we say. Like when life sucks and things get tough, you embrace it because I know this is not going to be fun going through, but I'm going to get through it. And I have people in my life and in my corner who are going to go through it with me. And that is how the bond that we have is like or because we yeah. are going through, you know, we're having tough days and we're not, I don't have to try to go through this alone. There are, and I know you have a heart for this. There are a lot of people who are not here anymore because they tried to go through something by themselves. Yeah. 
and and they and but yet they were surrounded by people who loved them. That, that's why I think this is such a great thing. Would have done anything to save that person's life, and yet they did not reach out and thought that they were going through this world by themselves. And we've been in crowds and felt completely alone. And what we do is offer a solution for that. Dude, I, 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 I would be lying if I said I was going to come all the time. <laughs> and, and just because it's in making. We'll take just once. No, no, yeah. I'm, I'm coming. Hey, I'm com- I if know. you come one time and start there and like yeah. it, we can, we'll have an AO in Cochrane, baby. We can do that. See, too. there we you go. There over, we go. You know? I mean, I would so do it. I just, people listening. Th- there's so much of this, and I didn't know. Before I asked these guys to come on, I knew if Brad was associated with it, it was jam up anyway. I didn't know exactly what it was. But between the brothership, the people being able to support each other, uh, just having a support system, people who don't have friends, I would say. I don't I, I don't mean to put it like that, but it's the only other way. It's the only other way not to put real friendship. Some people I mean, that don't have real friendship. Yeah. Y'all offering it and it having a faith background and, and, and also it sounds like there's a whole lot of military. It is. It's yeah. a whole lot of military. And I love that. And the faith does it doesn't matter what your faith yeah. is. Like we're not like we're not religious, Baptist, yeah. Methodist, Buddhist. Like it, none of that matters. It's the faith in us and something bigger that we can get together and talk. So it so that can't separate people from what we do. Because there again, when we start breaking that stuff down, then we're not looking at similarities, we're looking at differences. Oh, well, you're, you don't believe what I believe. You don't think what I think. Like, who cares? We're here to do life together and go through life together. And when the crap hits the fan, we're going to be right here standing. I, I'm side. telling you, I'm sold on it. I, yeah. I love, I absolutely love everything about it. You, y'all said something earlier, and what we'll end with y'all talking about this is uh, the trust circle at the end. What What, what is that? Because I mean, I'm sure it's what it sounds like to me. All right, so there's. But, so we will end after we do. So we always end with the ab workout. And uh, <laughs> 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 he he just has a way when he likes his ab. I see him grinning throws while he's there. looking yeah. at me saying ab workout because he's like oh he's like he's he's done. I see him. He, he's like that fat man. <laughs> I know no, what he's thinking because I would be thinking away, it too. But, <laughs> but anyway, go go. No, go ahead, ab workout. Go, he, all right, so core. I would have chose the word core, core workout, core. Josh, but yeah, he's looking core. at you. Yeah. yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> All right, so we're already in a circle when we do this. All right, so then we go around and say our, our name, our our belly button name, which is one our mama gave us, and then our F3 name, which is one our F3 brother gave us. <laughs> They're always not so pleasant. Mm-hmm. Mine's Dumbledore, just in case anybody's wondering. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> This man don't have no like Dumbledore beard. <laughs> That's usually what I would think. What what is it? What why? I, well, the school I work at is kind of Harry Potterish looking on the inside. Yeah. I think so. I think that's why I got that name. I think it fits. So I mean, I don't know why, but it yeah, kind of fits. It does. So, um, all right. So then we go around. We do that, and then we. If anybody has any praises or prayer requests, we'll go through that. And we started recently doing something called the Sixth Man. So you do a count off. As yeah. you say your name, and if you're the sixth man, you get an opportunity to come in to the circle of trust. And if there's anything on your heart, I mean, it could be good, bad, you know, just something that's really weighing on you, and you can share it and uh, get it get it off your chest and put it out there. And um, and then we'll pray. We'll pray for whoever cued that day. We'll lead in prayer, and that's a big part in leadership, in my opinion. You know, I mean, I, that's something before me starting F three was 
getting praying in front of a group of people yeah was hard and uh now i feel i mean just by doing that that's that's one way i've kind of stepped up as a man I've, i feel a lot more comfortable praying and doing things like that but that's uh so you'll pray for the people that have prayer requests and praises and things like that mm-hmm. yeah and the circle of trust is exactly that it's a circle of men who just got up did something hard we could have chose to stay in the bed and we call the bed as the fart sack in yeah. the morning time. So you're in the fart sack, and you can either get out of it and go work out and push yourself and embrace the suck and be better because of it, or you can continue to lay here and be sorry. And when we get up and do that, then we end in the circle of trust. So you have got guys who you can trust, who you're willing to do life together. And you think of workouts that we do for so long. We go to the gym, and we work out, or we pump iron, and we leave, and we end up talking about you know what the girls look like that were there, how much weight somebody lifted, and all that crap that's not important. Yeah, but today when we go F three does that and circles up in a circle of trust when we get done and you just prayed for me, I prayed for you. We know what each other are going through. Like, what are we really going through? Not what does somebody think you're going through or what do they look at you and perceive, but like really, dude, how do you feel so that That's we can cool. be there for each other? And and that eliminates like if if I start to pull back and isolate today things that we've had friends do and make poor choices in the past. And if I were to start to do that, man, there are so many guys around me now, Dumbledore being one of them and other guys in F3, that would call and check on me. Hey, man, what's up? Why haven't you posted? Where you been? What you doing? Stuff that's going to help make me a better man, which then makes me a better father and a better leader and in better so many aspects of my life. And that's what we want for everybody else. Yeah, I don't just want it to make me better. I want it to make you better. I want to make everybody else better because then collectively – we're all better. We, Dude, want to, we want to pass it on. That's yes, what we're doing. Absolutely. That's cool. Well, if they wanted to find online or whatever, how would they reach out to y'all? All right. Well, uh, I have an Instagram at F3Making. Um, also, uh, on my YouTube channel, Run With Brad, I have some really, really good F3 videos that I made. <laughs> but I did one really I did one he recently. Is talented. Very very good. At that. I did one recently when we had our 3-year convergence and I went around to different guys and they spoke about how F3 affected them and it, it also encompasses kind of what we do as a group. Uh I would like for you to put that link maybe in I your will. podcast. I will I'll put it notes. on this podcast. And um that video, I feel like, is probably the best F3 video I made. And I think mm-hmm. it just sums up everything. But F3 Making, we also have a Facebook page and, uh, and a Twitter. Um, I'm, I'm most active on the F3 Instagram, though. Okay, cool. Well, boys, I appreciate it. Uh, Brad, Thank it's you. always a pleasure. You can come Same. back anytime, too, Brad. Yeah, sure. Uh, no, I love it. Anytime you got something going on, y'all let us know because there needs to be more, more organizations, more stuff like this. I, I, I absolutely dig it. Thank you. Well, uh, thank you all for listening to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey. We'll catch you next time.